PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Christmas special of PlayStation Unchained. I know this is the wrong podcast because this will be, I think, the last one before Christmas. So, um, happy holidays to anyone that celebrates the holidays this year. Um, w- welcome, as always, to my lovely co-host, Gary. Uh, hello, Ben. Thank you for having me. H- how are you doing today, this fine so-and-so day? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Just enjoying um, my day off today uh, from work. It's been a little hectic, as... Some will know if you work in retail, <laughs> it's going to get worse uh, this coming week. But other than that, I've been playing some games, enjoying some games. Um, just here to do this amazing podcast with you. By the way, talking about games, I downloaded Honkai Star Rail at last. And I can't yes. link my account to my account because it, an account already exists and it won't unlink. And now I'm sad. Huh? So now, now, now I can't get my mobile stuff, and so now I don't want to play it. So I'm like, okay, I've got it linked on my phone and my mobile phone. I want to link it to my PlayStation, but it won't it won't do a thing. So Have no you looked online on how to do it? Yeah, I've tried everything, but I can't can't work out how to get it working. Hmm. Yeah, so, mine worked right away because I have a Voyaverse account. Because my Genshin Impact, because I, I played it before, and there, there was a link in on, the Gen, on Genshin, remember? And now it's not. Mm-hmm. I think... Yeah, I it's I... it's a whole process to do it with Genshin and I know a lot yeah. of people had a lot of issues with it. Yeah. Um but I didn't know about the Star Rail one. It's probably the same yeah. process that Yeah, it's it's it such a pain. It is I, a pain. I, I don't want to start again. Like I know I don't have much on the account but I have a decent amount. Like I just did some more pulls and I got the a, a new character. I don't know what I can't remember what their name was but they were adorable and I wanted them. Um Are you so. by chance on the same server maybe? I'm on Europe. You are playing on a different server. So. Okay. Mm. Um, well, for, uh, anyway, I didn't want to go too much into it, but yeah, that's what I tried. I tr- I did try because I wanted Doctor Ra- Ratio when it comes out because that's a yeah, game. baby, the Greek god, as they call him. <laughs> and he's free, which is yeah, cool. I know. So so. Um, I guess I'll have to continue playing on my phone. Um, yay! Did you? play on pc yeah i did i played on pc pc works that as well could, that could be what the problem is okay anyway alfonso hey alfonso hello hello how are you doing i'm all right can't complain like gary said retail warehouses the week before christmas gonna be hectic um just trying to get through it as fast as I can, because I don't want to go through it at all. Um, started God of War DLC. Didn't really get into it, but it's interesting that we got God of War DLC. I'm happy that we did. I'm looking forward to play more of it. Other than that, can't complain. I'm. I'm. I need to go back and finish Ragnarok because I never finished the game. One day I'll go back, and then I'll do the DLC. But who knows when? Because February is January to February is going to be hell with, you know, yeah. relink yep. and mm-hmm. then Final Fantasy 14, I mean, Final Fantasy 7. Um, 
and then there's also Final Fantasy 14 content in January as well. So, because um, the, the new live layer where we'll get the second job and all that lot will be announced in like mid January. Um, so let's start low and then go high. Okay. Because I, I dislike Last of Us. Everyone who's listened to this podcast know that I dislike Last of Us. It's Last of Us 1, even though I keep buying it. So, um, when I, I was excited for the online mode because that sounds like something I would enjoy. But it seems after Bungie had them delay it um, and said that it wouldn't do very well, they decided now to cancel the project um, and then they're focusing on their single-player titles. Sure, fine. I'm sure a lot of people are happy about that, but I was more excited for the online mode than I was anything else. Um, like, Unless they're going to go back and start doing, I don't know, Jack and Daxter again, I'm probably not going to buy any more Naughty Dog games for a while. Didn't they were Naughty Dog, right? Didn't yeah. Naughty Dog. Yeah. Um, Alfonso? Um, let's see. Does it suck that we're not getting online? Yes. Um, does it make sense for Sony not to do online and focus on a single player first party you know single player for their first party game yes yeah, that's where they know that's where they're best known for that's where they their bread and butter is um i i have a problem with this for the simple fact that we know they can do their single players well we we've seen the results last of us and charted etc etc they 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 hit the mark for that that's not the problem they lack online because they don't really do it and now that they have Bungie on their team, it would make sense for them to do it because obviously Bungie is successful. They know the formula. Uh, all right, kind of. All right, let's uh, refer, kind of know the formula. Uh, <laughs> Regardless, Bungie seeing the numbers, they don't work. Obviously, they're going to trust what they say. I still want them to put it out because that's what the players want. It sucks. I don't like it. I gotta deal with it. Um, am I tired of Sony's just focus on single player? Yes, because that's all you do. I, I want something different. That's it. Gary. Yeah, um, I'm sad because I was really looking forward to factions. Um, I believe Bungie killed it. <laughs> it wasn't a Naughty Dog thing. Um, I think Bungie going in and telling them how to do what they've been doing for years. Um, Kind of killed it for them. And I say years, uh, obviously they only made really one Last of Us multiplayer mode, but I have enough faith that they know what the hell they're doing. Um, and having somebody else go in and tell you what to do, especially when you yourself is on, is on the verge of potentially being owned by Sony completely. Because from what we've read, that if Destiny 2 fails that Bungie will turn over their studio to Sony fully. Uh, right now, they're able to still run independently. They're going to lose that independence. So being told by a company who can't even get their own house in order what to do, um, I can see why Naughty Dog would be upset by that. Um, they released in their statement that they felt like if they made a live service game, they will be trapped in a live service for the rest of their existence uh, rather than continue to work single-player games. Um, so as sad as I am about factions going under, 
Um, but mostly because I feel bad for the people who spent years working on that game and to not have anybody ever experience it. That can be very hurtful. It can be very painful for them because it will make them feel like they're just not good enough, right? Um, but on the other hand, I'm happy that Naughty Dog stood, stood their ground and said, we are not going to be forced into live service games. We want to do what we want to do. Whether that's another Last of Us game, whether it's going back to Uncharted, or like you said, Ben, Jack and Dexter, um, or if it's something brand new, which we hear it is a brand new IP uh, that they're working on, alongside most likely Last of Us Part 3. Um, so, yeah, it sucks. Um, but we're getting a roguelike mode, I guess, <laughs> with The Last of Us 2 Remastered. So I guess that's something. I don't know. Yay! I mean, it seems to be a, a kind of an experiment, though, right? Because here is Last of Us Part Two announcing a roguelike mode, and then God of War releasing DLC with roguelike. <laughs> um, yeah. So maybe it's uh, what's their names? Blue Point that they're listening to with Returnal rather than Bungie <laughs> of what works and what doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Or not Blue Point. Uh, House Marquis, sorry, with Returnal. Um, I will add, um, everyone's like, oh my god, Sony's buy, finally buying Bungie is what they've wanted. No, Sony didn't want to, Sony wants Bungie, of course, but Sony didn't want to take control of Bungie because the whole point of Sony getting Bungie was to get the expertise, not to control them. Like, they wanted mm -hmm. to help, they wanted Bungie to help them, not them to help Bungie. That's the thing, though, right? Like, we look at it since Destiny, essentially since they left Microsoft, right? Have they really been successful in the way that people think they have? Like, Destiny 1 had a successful launch, but it's faded pretty quickly. Um, Destiny 2 came out, a uh, much better experience, but it was under Activision Blizzard still, and it was already going off with some bad um, DLCs and a lot of bad management. You know, it was taking them too long to do stuff. Um, what was the, that big issue they had? Um, oh, DLCs being the... You won't be able to play the DLCs you paid for because they're closing them down. Um, so half of the expansion passes you buy, you can't even access anymore. So there's a no, lot of stuff that went the, into it, obviously. That was, was that after they Activision. split? Yeah. No, okay. But clearly they weren't happy with Activision. This is why they split from them. They're able to keep the IP of Destiny. Um, but then things got slower, like you said, Ben, because Activision Blizzard had the money to give them, whereas Bungie now not, independent. Not just money, but they also like helped with like staff and teams. Like everyone's, everyone's like, oh my god, why can't they make this expansion that was really good? I think it was the Forsaken one. Like, why is this one of the greatest expansions? It's because the DLCs before the expansion were done by. Um, um, vicarious visions which meant that bungie could focus on the expansion storyline and then the pvp was actually in the expansion were actually done by high moon studios so all oh. bungie had to do was do the story everything else was done by other teams that uh, activision owned and so like, it wasn't bungie that was the good one <laughs> so why can't you make why can't you make this best it's because because they didn't make it. They made the story well done. The PvP that everyone enjoyed was done by High Moon Studios. And the DLC before that, which was Rise of Iron, I think it was, was done by Vicarious Visions. 
I mean, Bungie, mm-hmm. of course, worked on it as well, but I'm just saying that their main, the main team was uh, the Visions. It also mm-hmm. doesn't help that their engine is ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fun, fun brightly, it's improved since the original Destiny, but in Destiny One, it would you would have to leave. From what I've heard from people, that you had to turn your PCs on the day before, and then it would take roughly fifteen hours to render the map, and then you could change it, and then it would take another fifteen hours to save. So it would take you close to 30 hours to edit anything on a map even if it was a small bit on the map it took you 30 hours just to just to let's just say there's a rock in the wrong place it would take you 15 hours to load the map up move the rock and then it would take 15 hours for it to save again every time you did anything on every map Wow. wow yeah so obviously people will now question whether that purchase was a good purchase for the amount of money they gave them, right? <laughs> um, I feel like this buying Bungie right now for Sony is the equivalent of Microsoft buying Rare, where they thought they were getting the Rare from the Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, GameCube days. Like, Sony probably thought they were getting the Bungie from the Halo days. And... Clearly, that's not the case anymore. Most of those people don't even work for the company anymore. Um, and honestly, I just feel like it was probably a bad investment on Sony to buy Bungie. Um, and it was kind of a shitty move on Bungie's part, too, because they fought so hard for independence after Activision Blizzard and then to go and be acquired again. Obviously, with the cause that they will still remain independent, but now if the rumors are true, there is a clause in that cause. Where if Destiny 2 doesn't meet expectations, whatever those expectations are, then they will surrender control over to Sony. And I'm pretty sure they didn't tell the rest of the developers that. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they they find out. You talk about them being independent, but they're like, oh, we want to be independent from Microsoft. So they became independent and then they got bought out by Activision. They're like, oh, we want to be. I swear the independent is just a sentence they like to say. I don't even think they know what it means. I think they do want to be independent. I think the problem is they don't realize how hard it is and how expensive it is to remain independent. We want to be independent, but we want everyone to give us money. Exactly. And, you know, your name will only carry you so far when you start. But then when your reputation starts getting tarnished, as Bungie's is right now, who's going to want to keep funding your games as an independent developer? So... Yeah. Like, they probably thought they made enough money to go independent after Halo. Um, So they did. And then, you know, they found out, oh, let's partner with Activision for Destiny. See how that goes. And it probably didn't meet expectations from Activision's side of things. So they bought them, released Destiny 2. They probably thought they made enough money that they can start independent again, got independence from Activision Blizzard. And saw again that it just wasn't working the way they thought it would. Um, and here we are again. The cycle repeats itself. But this time, I don't think there is going to be another chance. I think Sony will either force them to do what Sony wants them to do, which is probably not more Destiny stuff. I'm sure they'll still support Destiny too. But if there's ever any plans for a third Destiny, I doubt it's going to be done by Bungie. Um, I'm pretty sure 
Sony wanted that IP. I think that, I think it's the IP that's worth more to Sony than the developer is. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see how Sony's other multiplayer-centric companies that they bought, I think they bought two more last year or two years ago, um, that are working on games-as-a-service games, two of them. I think they'll see how those turn out, and maybe they'll just hand Destiny 2 over to them instead. See what happens with Bungie. But at this point, well, Bungie, I feel Bungie like... Bungie has Marathon, don't they? So there won't be another Destiny for a long time, because they've got Marathon coming out. If, yeah, if Marathon does come out. Game, <laughs> if if it even comes Mac. out, is the thing. It might not come out. I don't know. But... Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure at this point, the way I'm looking at it is Sony paid for the Destiny license and property rather than the developer of Bungie. The two just had to come together. That's what she said. That'd <laughs> <laughs> uh, be a selfish lover, Bungie. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, obvious that, that Naughty Dog wasn't the only studio that wasn't happy with Sony having Bungie put influence on their games. From from what rumors said um last week I read at least is that there are multiple studios within Sony that were pretty much going to walk and refuse to make games if they were forced to make games as service games. It wasn't just Naughty Dog. Um so that probably we talked about this with Jim Ryan. That's probably one of the reasons Jim Ryan is probably retiring. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that kind of forced Sony's hand to get rid of him. Well, let's go to something more positive now. The PlayStation Plus Extra December 2023 and Premium except blah 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 the Plus stuff has been announced and they're out now. Um, you're going to have the game that everyone owns for some reason because everyone owns this game. Grand Theft Auto 5, MotoGP 2, Metal Hellsinger, Soul and Sacrifice, Moon Scars, Mega Man 11, Gigabash, Grime, Tiny King, Proteus, and all the Shadowrun games that exist, even though I thought there was only one of them. Um, and then for premium games, you got Legacy Collection, Legacy Collection 2 of Mega Man, Thrillville, Thrillville Off the Rails, um, and Blood's Light Year of Star Command. But of course, the greatest game of the month is, of course, the greatest game of all time, one of the greatest games of all time, Stranger of Paradise. Final Fantasy Origin. Together, you can defeat chaos. Gary. <laughs> yeah. Um, phenomenal month again. I mean, GTA 5 alone is a insane grab for them. Um, but yeah, Stranger of Paradise, uh, Metal Hellsinger, all these games are pretty good. Um, well, I say Stranger of Paradise is a great game game if you're not in it for the story or the insane voice acting that it has. <laughs> But it is a fun game. I did enjoy Stranger of Paradise. I did review it. Um, but from this list, uh, mostly excited for Gigabash. Uh, I've been watching the Godzilla movies recently, and I kind of want to have some giant monster combat in my life. Yes. So. <laughs> and I know Godzilla is in this game as a DLC character, so even better. Um, Shadowrun Returns... Me. Sorry, yeah, I think for ahead. me it's the Mega Man games because I've never played them. You've so. never played Mega Man? No. Oh, man. Um, protect your controller because you'll probably smash it. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. Which, but, one should I, which one should I download first then? Uh, I'd go with the 
the collection first because you want to go through them all. Well, the first one, because I think the first one is one through I don't remember one through something. The first six games. Yeah, so the first six games, and then the second one is Mega Man Seven, which I think was on the Sega Saturn, and then eight was on the PS One. Which was great. And then 9 and 10 went 3D, so you can just avoid those. <laughs> I say 3D, it's 2D, 3D, 2.5D. 2.5D. Yeah, yeah, they weren't, 10 especially was not very good. Uh, so 11 went that, back to the old but, school. But, so you're saying that Mighty 9 did? Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Even but then nine, they also released Mega Man 11, which went back to the 2D with 3D graphics, which it was pretty good. Um, but they are hard games. They are very difficult games, Ben. I'm not going to lie. Yes, they are. <laughs> uh, the big one I wanted to talk about, though, Ben, is Thrillville and Thrillville Off the Rails. And the reason I want to talk about them is because these are, believe it or not, the first PS2 games to release on PSN in 14 years. <laughs> um, Sony hasn't released a PS2, a new, a brand new PS2 classic in 14 years, maybe more. I'm not so sure. I'm not 100 sure. But these are the first ones, and this kind of tells me now that maybe Sony has finally figured out the PS2 emulator that they've been working on for a while, from what I heard, and we might start seeing PS2 games finally appearing on the classics section. So, if that's that big news case, to me. Yeah. If that is the case, Gary, what PS2 game do you want? <laughs> Here's the thing, though. <laughs> you look at the PS2 games, right? And what really is there mainstream, right? The, the big ones that people want that aren't available natively now on the PS4 and PS5. Metal uh, Gear Solid. Jack and Daxter. Jack oh, and Daxter's yeah, already on. <laughs> Jack uh, and Daxter is available. Ratchet and Clank is available. Um, Devil May Cry is available. The Metal Gear Solid Collection is available. Every Final Fantasy game outside of 13 is already available. Um, I'll take I'm, Dragon I'm Quest. I'll take Dragon Quest 8 again. <laughs> yeah. The first, the, first yeah. the first Dragon Quest game to be released in Europe was Dragon Quest 8. See, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> So it's hard right now, Alfonso, because a lot of the companies, if you really think about it, there's a shit ton of PS2 games, but the ones you probably want to play off the top of your head, you can play now without them having to be PS2 classics. You can play them natively on a new console. So it's hard for me to really come up off the top. Like, I'll have to look at my collection and be like, oh, you know what? I want to play that fucking game, you know? I haven't played that in forever, and I, this is the only way to do it. Star Ocean? Star Ocean is the only franchise Square Enix has right now that's available on modern-name consoles. Every single Star Ocean game, from one to the last one, the last hope, is, there, is their only franchise that's available on modern-name consoles. Not even Final Fantasy is available on modern-name consoles. They have Ooh, all uh, of them, uh, except uh, obviously uh, 11 and 13 is not available on PlayStation. I was gonna say, I, was gonna say I know it's um, PS3, but I would like a remaster of 13. 
Yeah. And that's saying a lot, right? Like they have every one of them. They released the classic collection. Um, they remastered twelve. You know, they re-released nine, seven, and uh, eight. Obviously, they're not going to do eleven. That's MMO. That's way too much work, well, and it's probably not worth it for them. You never know because <laughs> they were planning to remaster it for phones, and then they canceled it. Yeah, and now <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying there's no chance. But Fantasy 14 has an entire alliance raid dedicated to 11 in the next expansion, and they've got the Fantasy 11 team coming to Japanese Fan Fest next month. So, you know, That's maybe cool. maybe more stuff. It might not be a full remaster, but who knows? Maybe we'll see something with 11. Yeah. Soon, but I, I'm saying, like, you're not going to buy Final Fantasy 11 on PlayStation anymore. If it came out again, I would. <laughs> Okay, well, but it um, won't. No, but, we know uh, it won't, man. <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, they should just make it single player. Because, spoilers, for Fantasy Eleven, you can pretty much play the entire online on your own now. You can do the whole thing on your own. So if they could That's find a way to... Uh, because you get something called the trust system like in fourteen, but in like fourteen, the trust system in eleven works um, outside of dungeon content. You can just use it to level up. You can make a group of t uh, AI teammates and level up with them. So you don't need to team up with anyone online with Eleven anymore, because they understand that it's an old game. So they've you know added more and more single player style mm -hmm. features. Um, so I don't think if they would like if they did if they came out and said they're doing a uh, Dragon Quest Ten where they're releasing like the base game. Well. Release the base game in the first expansion as a single player, then that'd be amazing. And then over time, expand it with the other, other expansions. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say first expansion should be free is because um, in the North American release of Final Fantasy XI, it took so long from the Japanese to the North American release that the North American release actually came with the first expansion because it took that long for them to release the game in, in America. That it it just released with the expansion, and then it took so long for the European release that we got two expansions, <laughs> so, which is why I paid a bajillion pounds to import it from America because I didn't want to wait. Like, yeah, I pay, I think I paid one hundred and ten pounds for the PC release, which at the time was uh, one pound is two dollars, so it was two hundred dollars that I paid for a PC copy of the game, so I, so I could have it early, Gary. I wanted it early. <laughs> You're insane, Ben. That's why I love you. But yeah, so it's hard. But honestly, I can tell you right now, Alfonso, what I'll pick. I'll take the Xeno Saga Trilogy. That'll be at the top of my list, probably. I will take the Suffering and the Suffering Ties That Bind. Those two first games. Or those those two first games. Jesus. I'll take the Shadow Hearts Trilogy. My favorite RPG of all time, personally. And... I'll take a game called Robot Alchemic Drive. I'm not going to really talk about it. If you want to know why I want that game, go look it up. It's one of the best mech games ever made. But those are the games I'll take that aren't available right now in any other way. Nice. Okay. What would you take? Alfonso. Out of curiosity. Um, I, I, look, um, let me just answer the, 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 the lineup. Um, yeah, phenomenal lineup. Um, honestly, for me, it's just Mega Man 11 and, and Stranger of Paradise, since I still never play that yet. Um, enjoy Mega Man 11. Love it, even though it's hard as shit. I, I still want it. 
And yeah, you and Ben talk about streams and Friday all the time. So yeah, definitely need to try that. As Ben's for games, in Final Fantasy, man, since five, in my opinion. <laughs> I I've been thinking of what I will want ever since I asked you the question, and up to now, I still because PS Two is like it's such a huge collection on that console. I don't know what to choose. That's a not that's already not playable for today. It's hard, like you said, it's hard. So honestly, I I don't know. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? Like you think about, it, I want all these PS2 games that you think about. It's like, well, most of the ones I want to play, I can play now. <laughs> yeah, you know, Persona Three and Four. Guess what? <laughs> you can play them now. <laughs> you couldn't until what two years ago? Last year they came out. Yeah. So last year I would have wanted them, but now do I really want them? As PS2. Uh, here's, here's my <laughs> question, Gary. Is that PS2 still on sale at your Walmart? I have no idea. That's awesome, man. <laughs> it's kind of the same situation with PS1 games, too. Like, obviously, PS1 games are more readily available. You can still get them on the PSP, the PS Vita, your PS3. Mm. And literally, and my... almost 90% of them you can get on the PS3 store still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But as far as me wanting them on my PS5, that's a different story, right? Like, I still want Metal Gear Solid. I still want Silent Hill. I still want, you know, Brave Fence from Musashi. For those who remember that game, I love the shit out of that game. Um, they're still games. But I think at this point, we all know licenses and stuff like that is the number one killer for classic games. Yep. So, but amazingly, PS1 Classic released also last last month. Jet Moto, if you remember Jet Moto, yeah, yeah. You know what's wild about that game? <laughs> they have billboards and advertisements of Mountain Dew still in that PS1 Classic because Sony requires the games be exactly the way they were when they released, outside of additions like trophies and stuff like that. Which means they had to pay extra. To release that PS1 classic and keep the Mountain Dew license in it. <laughs> I can't imagine yeah. how much they had to pay. For a game that's probably not even going to sell 10 units. <laughs> <laughs> but boy, do I, did I love Jet Moto. That was a fucking great, yeah, it was. great it racing was. game. Mm-hmm. So that could be holding a lot of companies back too. Is obviously music licenses, voice actors, um, a lot of shit like that. Runs out. Obviously, advertise. Alan Wake had advertisements they had to remove for the remaster as well. I think they had advertisements for like the batteries you find in that game. That the advertisement was the Energizer batteries, and they had to completely redo that to to release that, remove the Energizer branding from that game. So yeah, it's crazy times. But that's the number one killer of releasing these games, unfortunately. Yep. I, w- I did wonder if um, Jet Motor was out so long ago that the contract wasn't signed like as it is nowadays and they basically got it for life. It could be, it could be, because I can't imagine Sony would want to get that advertisement, especially if it's like double or triple or quadruple the price they yeah. paid for it back then. <laughs> because there's a huge chance that, the, you know, because it came out when licensing wasn't really a thing, so there's a huge chance it wasn't standardized back then. So they yeah. probably just got it for like, Oh, you want a night game? Okay, here you go. Here's a flat fee. You pay that. Oh, any so any future release will, you know, 
Yeah. Anyway, this is I based mean, on nothing but guess. It is possible. So. Yeah, it's definitely possible. But if not, it's wild that Sony paid that money. <laughs> uh, talk about spending a lot of money. There's supposedly a Spider-Verse game in the works from leaks from uh, Insomatic documents, which is crazy. Supposedly some images of Marvel's Wolverine also leaked. We're not going to talk too much about it because, you know, Leaks are bad for the industry, especially with stuff like this, where it's you can, you know, it's a hack, um, and it affects a lot of people. Um, so yeah, Alfonso. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not gonna brush up on it because I'm tired of this. Like, we we seen this already. This happened with GTA. Obviously, they will find you. You will get in trouble. I don't know why people do this. I I get it to get the league to get money from them. I get it, but it it doesn't justify the cost that you're you're hurting the developers all their hard work they have to change certain stuff that the the game has to get pushed back because obviously they want to keep it a surprise for the gamers it sucks i hate it spider-verse interesting the movies into the spider-verse across the spider-verse phenomenal movies they did well it would be nice to play Different Spider-Mans all over again. It reminds me of Shattered Dimensions with the four Spider-Mans, uh, classic, Nor, um, Simeo, and 2099. That was a fun game. I enjoyed that game. Um, I saw me up behind this. I love the story between uh, OG 2018, Miles, and Spider-Man 2. So I'm for it. Even if it's not true, I wish, I hope it is true. But I still, so I'll, I'll be okay if it's not true, but I, I'm hoping that it is. Gary, I'm opposite of you, man. I hope it's not true, and I don't want anything to do with the Spider-Verse in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> um, we're getting it in the movies, the animated movies, and I'm perfectly fine with it. Let it be its own separate thing. I thought doing it in No Way Home was just a gimmick um, and a marketing ploy for them because they really have nothing to do with Spider-Man. They don't know where to go with Spider-Man in that universe because they don't know if they're going to retain the license to have Tom Holland and have Spider-Man in the MCU anymore because they're still owned by Sony and they had a limited, uh, a three movie deal with them uh, with Disney and, and the MCU to have Spider-Man in it. So unless that new deal is going to be worked out, you know, there's probably not going to be a new Spider-Man movie. Um, so I felt like no way home was just a, a gimmick boy. And they've been doing the the multiverse in live action and let's face it it's been a massive failure for them and i don't want it here it's been successful with the animated movies because probably they're animated and they're fun and they're doing a great job with the art style and the story they're trying to tell there i don't want it in my games I, all right wait hold on hold on hold on let me let me stop here i i i hear what you're saying i i understand what you're saying but given that it's a samiac and what we got so far with the three days they produced, you still don't think they can pull it off correctly. <sighs> okay, I I am enjoying Spider-Man 2. I really am. I'm enjoying it way more than I thought I was going to. I think everything that that game has done has been in a huge improvement over the first game. And all the best stuff from Miles Morales has been brought into this game and made even better. It's Agreed. definitely a phenomenal game. I am loving Spider-Man 2 right now. 
finding those little robots from the different, you know, Spider-Man uh-huh, worlds. Yeah. I haven't finished that quest, but I believe Insomnia I can do something really great with it, but I just don't want it. <laughs> they have so many good stories they can tell with Spider-Man in his own world, the world we have now. That why? Why do you have to go into another Spider-Man's world and show their world to me when you still have so much story to tell here? If you want to do a Spider-Man 2099 or whatever the hell it is, make a different game of it. If you want to do Spider-Man Noir, do it. Or hell, just add a filter to Spider-Man 2 to make it black and white, and that will give me Noir. <laughs> you know, I just don't, I don't, I don't want this story. Because who's always the main villain in the Spider-Verse? It's always a different Spider-Man. So I'm literally just going to be fighting myself. And I'd rather fight... I think Spider-Verse could be fun. I'm sorry, but I think it could be a bit of fun. I don't I don't know. I think they, at least the, the thing is, though, what would be good is the fact if I hope in, if anyone does it, it's insomatic just because they have, um, because they've got the history with Ratchet and Clank with the Rift Apart. You know, they've got the technology that they've attempted already. I think if anyone did it, it'd be them and it'd be cool. We already got it in Spider Man 2. I'm flying through portals in that game using a magic wand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which obviously is a story mission, but yeah, I don't know. Like, if you want to introduce you know, Spider-Gwen, you can still do that in this universe. You don't need a multiverse to do it. Um, I will say I'll only accept it, though, if they add co-op. Then I'll accept it. Needs co-op. Yeah. I don't know. They they already confirmed that Miles Morales is going to be the main Spider-Man going forward. So, um, obviously, I haven't gone to the ending of Spider-Man 2, so I don't know what happens there or why that is. But we know Wolverine is set in the same universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so whatever comes out of that, who knows if Spider-Man will make an appearance in that game. But, you know, obviously I don't know where the story goes. I don't know how it ends. But I think, you know, Venom probably would have been a better choice for Spider-Man 3 than 2, personally. I think that could have been an end game type of trilogy they wanted to tell. Um, but, you know, they have to go kind of big. You know, Venom was is, is you know Venom is like the biggest big that Spider Man has, at least in popularity. You know, can you do Carnage? Obviously, I would I would go ham sandwich for Carnage. He's my favorite, um, so I'll be okay with Carnage. But I think you can tell a very good personal story with the villains that Spider Man has, even the ones we've already encountered. Like you can still do something great. Um, or you can go really full on and tell a phenomenal story of the Green Goblin. You know, Spider-Man yeah. one did a phenomenal job with it, at least through the movie. But I think you, you can know, tell a really great story. I, I a centered you know, story. I, this is what I'm gonna say. I, I, you can't give your full. You can't. I was like, this is so much I want to say, but I can't <laughs> because I finished the game. I know what happens. You did it. I think you and I need to come back to this topic when you beat the game. And then I think you will understand why they need to do this fire first game. That's all I'm going to say. All right. I just, I think they're going to make a mistake and they're going to shoot themselves in the foot if they introduce all these different Spider-Man worlds and then never come back to the franchise again. 
I think it's going to piss off a lot of people. Like, if Spider-Man 3 is going to be the last game Insomniac does, maybe, you know, down the line they'll do more. But if Spider-Man 3 is going to be the last Spider-Man game, and then they'll probably move on Wolverine, Wolverine 2, who, who knows what else they're going to do. But for this example, if Spider-Man 3 is the last game they do in the Spider-Man universe, and they introduce the multiverse, they do Noir, they do... You know, the pig Spider Man, whatever that little mm-hmm. one is. Spider-Man, you know, a whole yeah. bunch of these ones. I will feel like, oh my God, I want to experience this universe more. I want to experience that universe more. Oh, I want to play as Spider Gwen in her own game. Holy shit, they introduced Spider Gwen. I want to play as Spider Gwen. They're already saying right now they want to play as Black Sp- or what's her name? Black Cat. They want a Black Cat game. They're already saying that. Um, all it's going to do in my opinion, is just going to give people hope that they're going to start exploring these other universes, but they never will. And people will be upset. (laughs) I feel like people will be upset. I know I will be upset. Especially if, you know, Spider-Gwen is better than the Spider-Man that I am playing as. I'm like, holy shit, I want to play a Spider-Gwen video game. And it's never going to happen. That's my only problem. Same thing with God of War. They're having the same issue with God of War. Like, where do you go now? Where do you go after Norse mythology? You know? <laughs> well, where do you go that's not controversial? Because there are places they could go, but they're going to get in trouble if they do. Probably. <laughs> I mean, like, what? really the only place you can think of where they probably won't have issues is Egyptian mythology. Yeah. But then you're just retracking the same ground you've already done. Because you know. most of the other ones are still technically, <laughs> you know, around. In, inactive around today. So yeah, so that that's my issue. I obviously I I'm gonna finish Spider Man two. I'm having a shit ton of fun with it. Um, I just feel like I guess this goes back to to my idea of them winning Game of the Year, where they can do it if they tell a very emotional, powerful story with what they have. Um, but if you do too much, you probably won't. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that's basically it. Does anything else anyone wants to bring up? I do have one more thing. Uh, just bring it up. PS3 will be the last 7th gen console to have an active digital store. So, yeah. Good job, Sony. For now, wait, I'm, they I'm, wanted to I'm shut sorry. it down, remember? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Sorry, Ben. So there you go. The last active store... If in if from July 2024, it'll be the last seventh generation console with an active store. All the others will be shut down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Sure. <sighs> you say you said this is for PS3. Yeah, PS3. <laughs> yeah. My PS3 died three years ago, so <laughs> I really don't care. Yeah. Well, uh, it'll be the last store to actually be available. So. Uh, I think you should care, Alfonso. <laughs> Because this goes back to our conversation with the PS2 games coming to PSN. And the PS3 is just a closed-off black hole that you can't enter that's just sucking everything away from us. (laughs) Um, So many amazing games on the PS3 that we can't play. um, Unless we have a PC or through Xbox backwards compatibility, which is also not... You know, it doesn't have all the games available, but definitely more than the Sony does. Um, there's a lot of games, and 
they can't even port them to the PS4. Like, streaming is all you're getting at 720p, if you're lucky, at that. Um, and it's not even all of them. Uh, I hate the PS3 for this. I despise it. I love that console to death. It was a phenomenal console. But fuck Sony and that cell processor technology bullshit that is <laughs> hindering everything and everyone from doing anything with those games. Hell, they can't even remaster them properly. The remasters are worse than the originals. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yeah. though, for some reason, some of the PS2... Um, some of the PS2 um, remasters are worse than the PS2 things. Exactly. Another issue. Hell, Metal Gear Solid 4, one of the biggest games ever made. You can't even fucking play it unless you have a PS3 turned on. Uh, it's, it's such a sad mess. And yes, this is the only active store of that generation still. But it wasn't going to be the case. Remember, they're going to shut it down last year. Or this year, actually. Uh, yeah. But vocally, people fought to keep it around. But that's just a Band-Aid. That Band-Aid's going to come off. It's still mm-hmm. going to get shut down. Because it's not going to be worth it for them to keep it around if nobody's doing anything with it. So, good that it's still around. Shit that it won't be around forever. Just look at the 3DS. Thousands and thousands of games that you can't literally play ever again because they shut down the 3DS store. Unless you want to buy them physically for 500 to to $1,000 a game at this point. Um, so yeah, it's a major problem for everybody. And fuck every billion-dollar company that's shutting these stores down and not letting me access all these games. I hate all of them for doing Every single one of them can eat, can eat it for doing that. There has to be some way. There has to be some game preservation because this is just art going away. God, even movies are preserving shit. They got old films that nothing can run, but they're still preserving those films in fucking caves and mountains and shit. <laughs> Literally, that's where they're keeping stuff. I know this because it's one of the reasons we will never get uh, the extended director's cut of Event Horizon, one of the best horror movies in space ever made. The movie that Dead Space is literally based off of. We're never going to get it because it was in a cave in storage somewhere in, I think, fucking Romania, I think it was. And the fucking place got flooded and that footage was destroyed. <laughs> oh, God. But they're keeping them everywhere oh. they can to preserve them. <laughs> to be fair, though, on all you could be like the BBC in England, where they just didn't care about keeping storage and re-recorded over the old footage. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> they lo- they lost all the Doctor Who stuff because they were they re-recorded over the Doctor Who original mu- remasters. <laughs> Fantastic, but I'm just saying, at least they're doing whatever it takes to preserve shit. The yeah. game industry isn't doing nothing. Mm. And then they get pissed off when you emulate shit. It's like, well, fucking give it to me if you don't want me to emulate it. You're refusing to give it to me. You're shutting down the only way I can get it legally. So what am I going to do? I'm going to get it illegally. You're pushing people into a corner, and this is what happens. Uh, So anything anyone wants to bring up? Uh, I just want to bring up one thing really quickly, Ben. Um, For the first time in 15 years, uh, a game will be a number one selling game besides Call of Duty or a Rockstar release. And that game is Hogwarts Legacy. (laughs) 
a game that came out in January, wasn't nominated for any awards, um, hate it or love it based on, you know, its property and who wrote it. Um, it was a success. And it will be the first game in 15 years to be the best-selling game of the year that isn't a Call of Duty or isn't a game made by Rockstar Games. And I consider that a huge achievement and success, especially because it's a single-player game with no multiplayer. So, congratulations to Avalanche Studios, located here in Salt Lake City, Utah, by the way. Um, my state. And... Unfortunately, Warner Brothers, who wants to make everything a game's in service. <laughs> Anything you want to add to that, Alfonso? It's crazy. You know, we, we, we both know that when it comes to Rockstar Games and Call of Duty, they dominate. They, they sell. They're always on the, the, NDP, the MPD list for years to come. And to, to hear that another game, to hear that another game does this and is not a Rockstar or Call of Duty game, it, 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 it's welcome, welcome to me because, like, you already know I don't care for Call of Duty. I could care less. I could care less of that game. Rockstar, we already know, they, they do their once-a-year console generation, so I don't really care about Rockstar. But it, it's annoying that they're the games that are constantly on the list where we have other good games that deserve some type of recognition. And, yes, I'm not the biggest fan of Harry Potter. Uh, I really don't care about the franchise, but somehow they did it, so I will give them their flowers. Yeah. It's, honestly, Ben, I think you can attest to this yourself, it's, after Doctor Who, it's probably the biggest franchise in the UK, isn't it? What's that again, sorry? What, what was, was after was Doctor Who? Yeah, Harry Potter is the biggest franchise after yeah, Doctor the, Who. The, the, meh, meh, meh. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have a whole amusement park dedicated to it, right? So we have a section at the train station dedicated to it. Still, there you go. So it's a shame. It's there's a whole store and the 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 train area where you got to run into the wall or wherever it is to go into the magic place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's all there at King's Cross. You can you can you can you can queue up to run into a solid wall because there's a queue at all times. <laughs> and clearly. It's still massively popular here in the States as well. So, unfortunately, the writer is a pile of dumpster fire, but the work, unfortunately, speaks for itself. And I personally like Harry Potter. I, I love those movies. I love the books. Um, it's a shame they have to be associated with that person, but I can't not enjoy it because... It, it helped a lot of people. It changed a lot of people's lives for the better, I would say. Um, but congratulations again to Avalon Studios um, and Warner Brothers on doing something that nobody else has done in 15 years. Um, with a franchise so tainted. One of the most tainted franchises right now. Um, and they're able to pull this off. So kudos to them. Yeah, that's the only story I wanted to bring up. And those I was going to bring up just a second there, but I forgot what it was now. Oh, I just want to say a big shout out to the Fantasy 14 team. Uh, I got a lovely uh, Christmas e-card from them. So big shout out to the Fantasy 14 team for wishing me, wishing us a happy holidays. Um, and we look forward to doing more stuff with you next year as well with the ex launch of Fantasy 14 at Dawn Trail, the newest expansion coming to Fantasy 14. Um, I'm going to say in June, even though we don't have a release date yet. 
That's, so there you go. Probably in June. Uh, which I'm going to fight to review. Okay, I'm going to fight anyone. I'm going to review that game. <laughs> 1v1 me, bro. Unless it's Tim, in which case he can have it. Or Gary. Oh, since you're in Europe, Ben, um, we may as well bring this up because I just think it's insane. Um, PlayStation, the PS5 uh, in November in the UK uh, had an increase in sales for their console of 376% from last year for, for the PS5 console. That's crazy, because I didn't think percentages went up higher than 100, but there we are. Yeah, because um, nobody has been surprised. While the Xbox Series X and S sales fell 27% from last year. Um, oh, no. Yeah, I'll I be think, honest, I think... I... <laughs> Okay, I think this Xbox sounds... is dead in, in Europe. <laughs> is Xbox dead in Europe? Is it as dead that... in Europe as it was in, as it is in Japan? <laughs> that's okay. I don't want to say okay. That's wrong. It's dead in Europe. It's always been dead in Europe. It's never been alive in Europe. It'd have to be a zombie. Um, but UK has always been its se- the second market. So it would be more of a phrase of saying, "Is it dead in the UK?" Um, because UK was uh, their second biggest market, with America being, of course, being number one. Um, so yeah, but I guess. But I'll I'll say this now: when Fantasy Fourteen launches on Xbox, I'm I'm gonna buy the Xbox version of Fantasy Fourteen just to support it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if it also becomes a Game Pass? You're gonna buy a Game Pass subscription every month, dude. No, I'm only gonna. I'm gonna. Wait, I'm not gonna buy it day one, but I'm gonna wait until they do a discount on the Xbox version and then buy it, because um, the 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 con the uh, if you buy a new copy of the game and add it to your account, they give you the thirty days for free. So yeah, nice. So I'm a, I'm gonna buy it heavily discounted and get my thirty days free, and that way I can say I have it on every platform except for Mac. I don't own the Mac version or Steam. Maybe. But those don't the Steam. I don't count Steam because I already own it on PC. So there you go. I, I will buy an Xbox the moment Pharmacy Fourteen releases on Xbox, just to support Xbox. It's, it's just to support Pharmacy Fourteen. There you go, because it needs to be on all the platforms. Every platform needs access to Pharmacy Fourteen. But back to the topic. No, Xbox is dead. <laughs> so then you agree with me. Xbox is dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I say it's, it, uh, I wouldn't say it's dying because it's already, it, 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 it's, it's already dead in Europe. It's already been dead. Europe, England is dying. America, it's flopping. It's, a, it's the Magikarp of consoles, which sucks because Magikarp's one of my favorite Pokemon. But it's the Magikarp of consoles. It has the potential to be really good, but it hasn't, hasn't unleashed it yet. Nobody's brought leveled up the Magikarp enough. There's not a Gyarados yet. There you go. I've compared the Xbox to a Magikarp. <laughs> While well, Nintendo is the Pikachu over there, right? It's still surviving in its first form. Yeah. Uh, and, Amazing. I don't know. PlayStation is... Um, well, it has to be Charizard, right? That, yeah, that's who they Char- fought at the end. The yeah, Ashes flat, a- last fight. <laughs> I guess the Charizard. Yeah, the, the, the PlayStation is the Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that would mean it's max. No, no, because you've got Mega Charizard X and Y, right? And then you've got, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh. And then the PS3 is the Snorlax. <laughs> Super powerful <laughs> when it wants to be, when it takes a nap forever. Yeah. Yes. 
Uh, it's like all its secrets to the grave with it. <laughs> They're gonna wake up again. Nobody can understand it. <laughs> oh. oh, fan fucking test. I think it's meme time, man. You gotta make a meme of this now. <laughs> Consoles that are Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, after after the Super Nintendo, like Nintendo's just Pikachu the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's always in its first form, always fighting and always surviving. <laughs> and the Super Nintendo is just the Pichu, which is the baby Pikachu. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So good. Ben, um, I know you've been talking a lot about uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, and yeah. at least on social media you have. I just wanted to tell yes. you um, I reviewed Grand Blue Fantasy uh, versus Rising, the updated uh, fighting game. Uh, fa- fantastic. For fighting yeah. games. And there's a free but, version out now. Sorry. Yes, the reason I want to bring it up though is it has a game mode called um the Grand Brute is what it's called. And you know how in the Arc System Wars games they have like the little chibi characters you run around in the in the lobby in the multiplayer? Yeah, uh, fighters. Like Dragon Ball Fighters. Well. Yeah. They have this here, but the Grand Brute mode is literally uh, Fall Guys with Chibi Grand Blue characters that you can play through. Oh, that's amazing. So they have obstacle courses with traps and shit. You fight to survive uh, three rounds. Um, if you obviously eliminate... It's literally Fall Guys. Uh, obstacle courses, combat challenges like that with their Chibi characters. And when I was reviewing the game, because I reviewed it before servers went live, or I played it, I reviewed it with the three-day early access servers. More people were playing that mode than they're actually fighting online, <laughs> which was wild. But I know you like those types of modes, and I know you like Grand Brew, so I thought I'd share that with yeah. you because well, it's a I super to, fun mode. I will see if I can afford it in the future. But next month, um, as I said, the Fan Fest for 14 is coming next month, which will be, mean that the Collector's Edition gets announced, and Square Enix charges day one now for the Collector's Edition. So I'm yeah, gonna, gonna they do. So I'm gonna have to have a bajillion pounds set aside for fourteen. Yeah, I learned the hard way when I acquired twelve inches of Sephiroth. <laughs> so yeah, with that statue. Yeah, oh, well, that's it for me. Um, are we doing Metacritic? Probably no, not. No, we'll we'll do it next week. That way we can wrap everything up on our last one of our last episodes of the year. All right, and we. I don't think there's going to, be, going to be any games coming out that week. <laughs> no, but we've, we've still got a couple to rate, and then we'll discuss our games of the year, and we'll we'll All give right. you the crown because you've won. So, <gasps> spo- like spoilers. <laughs> winning is fun. Uh, the invisible crown that we don't own. Um, you 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 win. <laughs> hey, flawless victory. That's, that's three in a row, baby. Yeah. Shout so, out then. Shoutouts. Uh, well, I'll do shouts. You know, I'd never do it first normally, kind of. Shout out to Go everyone that it, listens. Thank you all to listen. Yeah, you can find us at MG underscore, find me on MG underscore Chili. Uh, you can find me at Google Go Radio Radio on Twitch. Uh, and I uh, hope you all have a happy holidays because this will be the last one before, you know, the celebrations. Oh, make sure you tune in uh 6 p.m. GMT 
on the 23rd of December on Twitch.tv Moogle Ground Radio, where we're going to do a Christmas Fantasy 14 holiday Moogle Go Round D&D session, where we've got Flatters from Maelstrom Radio, we've got Talon Broadbent from the Broadbent Podcast slash Well Nightcap, uh, and then you've got me and Paul uh, from Moogle Go Around Radio, and we've got our DM Heals You. Uh, I've paid for some custom um, um, like layouts for the stream, so yeah, make sure you tune in this this weekend. And then next, and then our first guest of the year, um, I, I can, I'll announce it here through it, is, uh, hopefully I said his name right, he's Shunko, who I talked to in the past, who said that he, he he's such a big fan of, of the Moogle Garan podcast, that he actually um, translates into Spanish for people to listen to. So, yeah, supposedly. We'll find out more in January if it's true or not. So, yeah. Nice. Who would have thought that, Alfonso? Someone translates my podcast into a different language so other people could enjoy it. That's really something. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, unless he's translating it into, you know, fan fiction porn. That's fine too, whatever. Well, of course. I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't mind. If he wants to translate into fan fiction porn, go ahead. <laughs> I, I ain't going to stop him. get the views. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't like getting the views. He's translating it on his own channel. I'm not getting any of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gain some type of support. You gain some type yeah. of. Uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all I care about is that people get to enjoy it, That's... and if they ha- have to enjoy it as a sexually infused version, fine. I can't wait until you get those DMs, man. <laughs> and you're like, what's happening? What are these DMs? Why are they coming to me? To remember what I said. <laughs> uh. Uh. You can reach me on Twitter at Gagalush, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Shout out to you guys for always making this such a fun day for me. I love Sundays because of this. Um, shout out to all the listeners. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for listening. Alfonso. Yeah, shout out to you guys. Like Gary said, uh, Sundays are always the best because I get to do this podcast with you and Ben. Uh, shout out to all the listeners. Follow me on Twitter at Alishan7. Um, well, Gary, I don't think you... Did you do yours? I can't remember. Yeah, I just did mine. Okay. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, I'll be back. Well, we'll be back next week, hopefully, maybe, probably, with more Unchained. Until next time, goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Boy. Bye. Goodbye.